0: i've always i've always tried to get physical media but that's like what put that determination in my mind it's like okay every single film that you love you're going to go buy at some point just because they can't take it away from you
1: it's like it's on purpose too like as soon as it gets like halloweeny or like october september or whatever they take all the horror movies off of streaming services so you can't even watch them you have to pay for them again it's like what the fuck that was just there last week like i don't know it's such a sham It's such a scam i mean like it's shitty yeah oh it really <laughs> got, is the, the copies yeah. is a good idea it's
0: where it's at yeah yeah they I mean they really do because when we like last year last year we covered haunt and I was like because normally I I try to pick movies that yes some I love and you know or maybe I hate I just any some whatever interests me but I I will try to pick movies that are free on not free but you know on one of the streaming services that we had and so mm-hmm. i picked haunt i'm like oh yeah that's on shuttered so we went i was like i think they even did a, a joe bob episode on it if i remember right maybe maybe i'm wrong about that but i just remember it being on there and so then we go and look for it and of course you know it was during the halloween season so it's not on there and they're like no we've shifted <laughs> over to paramount plus so if you want to watch haunt you're gonna have to pay an extra 4.99 a month for paramount plus I'm like, what that's crazy
1: it was good though. I did like Haunt. That was a good one. It is. It is.
0: Well, let's get into this one though. So, the first time when when was the first time that you saw the original Exorcist? And that was that like had that always been like a you know kind of like a seminal moment in your you know horror repertoire, or
1: like was it did it w- did it impact you later on once you revisited it? Um. So there's like I think in my lifetime I could I could pinpoint like certain films that have changed my life in some way. And the Exorcist is very much number one, I think, up on that list. But um I was 10 years old. I remember uh watching something called Movie Magic or something. And it was on like PBS or something on TV. It was super late at night. It was like three it was like 3 a.m. And um it was a random scene where they were showing the behind the scenes of movies and and um It was Dick Smith doing the makeup for Reagan. So I didn't know what that movie was. I had no prior knowledge of The Exorcist existing. It was just this like scene that I saw where they were putting on her makeup and it was like a makeup test. And then they showed a quick scene of her, I think her head spinning or something. And I freaked out. I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I wanted to see it. And I told my mom about it and she said, no, you can't watch that movie. It's too fucked up. Like when I saw it in theaters, it made people sick. They threw up, they left, people fainted. Like it's just... No, I don't want you watching that. And um, my parents worked, so I had a card to the movie store to rent movies all the time while they were at work. My grandma would let me rent stuff. My uncle did too. I ended up renting The Exorcist and watching with one of my uncles. But um, yeah, life-changing for sure. I remember it being over and my legs were numb. Like I was so scared and just taken to a totally different place that my body didn't function. I was so afraid to stand up. I was afraid to talk. It was just... It shocked my soul, but also inspired it and scared me in such an intense way that I wanted to be this, like, possessed creature that had powers. Um, I was too afraid to go to the restroom alone for a while. I had to, like, (laughs) have someone wait outside the door. Um, I swear to you, I had nightmares of, like, the white face, the Pazuzu face, like, appearing to me in my my dreams. And at the time, I lived in a two-story house. So I would have to turn off the light and run up the stairs because I would swear to God there was, like, something behind me the whole time. It, like, changed my life. So from that moment on, I remember being afraid for the rest of my life. And I still currently am afraid.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. That is amazing. I actually, it's funny because you know how you always, you always hear people talk about watching movies too young and it's, it's like, oh, it scared the, scared the hell out of me. And, and ever since I've, I've loved that movie. This was one that was kind of the opposite for me. It's it's really weird that way because a lot of the films that I love from my childhood uh, childhood are like that. It's like you remember the times when you didn't even watch the movie, but maybe you, like your parents were watching it in the living room, and you're just hearing the sounds or something, or you get a quick peek of something, and it just resonates with you and scares you, and then mm-hmm. you grow up loving it. This was one that I I did see when I was when I was fairly young. I don't remember the exactly how old I was. But it did scare me, but it didn't make that much of an impact on me. And I was just like, ah, whatever. And it wasn't until like revisiting much, much later. And I don't know why this one always stayed on the back burner because people just, you know, give this one a sloppy hand job, and rightfully so. But (laughs) I it it never was something that it was like I was that interested in going back to watch. So I think it was like actually when I was in my mid 20s. That I finally went back and and checked this one out, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is a masterpiece. And from from then on, yeah, I have I have absolutely loved this movie. And when I found out that they were, it, it, and I'm one of those people that I don't care about the remakes or whatever it is. I, this is obviously not it's not a remake, but it's uh, with what <laughs> they call legacy, legacy sequel. sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny how we have all these terms though, but, uh, you know, when, it, whenever I found out and you could just hear the eye roll on, you know, the, the Twitters and the, the socials yeah. and all that stuff. Like everybody was like, Oh my God. And you know, because we'd already gotten Halloween and, uh, what, what else, uh, what was the other one that came out, um, after Halloween? I don't remember. There was some other legacy sequel, but I mean, even if you want to count something like evil dead, 2013, as i don't know a remake or a legacy sequel whatever that whatever people consider that one now but yeah there was there was a a lot of trepidation going in this one but i am one of those people that i don't care i don't care if if, you know if, if someone wants to remake a movie i don't care if somebody wants to do a legacy sequel as long as it's fucking good that's all that or you know it entertains me that's all i care about
1: exactly um as a horror fan i feel like i just I take it all into it's going to be something else that I get to watch, that I get to enjoy, that I get to absorb or, you know, bring into my life or my repertoire, my art in some way. So for me, it's, it's always just, okay, another Halloween, I'm on board. And I love Halloween. I'm a huge Halloween fan too. And um, I've watched them all. I love the Rob Zombie ones, I, the new ones, that what is it, something Gordon Green, his stuff. Like I didn't like where he took it. I didn't love the ending of that, but I still enjoyed they exist i enjoy that i got to go see them and for me it's just i get to go to the movies and watch one of my favorite people again which is michael myers you know so for me it's not really like a oh, i'm such a fan i hate it it's gonna be shit. for me it's okay well let's see where this goes i'm here for another movie um the exorcist though that one's a little touchy a touchy subject i guess in a sense because there have been so many movies that like use that title right that say Scared in the Exorcist or the Next Exorcist. Or uh, yeah. it's kind of like a badge of honor that like I'm making this movie that's gonna be so intense and it's gonna take you to this like dark place that the Exorcist took you. And they never do. They never actually reach that kind of fear or even a makeup wise, like I don't know. So I felt like, okay, well, this is an exorcist film. This is gonna be a sequel. We're gonna see where this goes. I've been hearing about this movie for years now. So I was kind of really excited that finally it's here. Um I was gonna love it regardless, but I went into it completely open-minded, just let's see where this goes, where it takes me. And honestly, as a fan, it just, I don't wanna give too many things away, but there was just like moments in the original where um, the movie opens and there's like the Pazuzu statue and there's like the dogs barking and fighting and whatever scene. And and this one, you open up in Haiti and there's like a dog barking, a dog fighting. And I was like, okay, so there's like little pieces that like take you back to the original as a fan. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it completely right
0: yeah that's awesome and and you're you're right like you you hear some of the criticism we'll we'll get into a a little bit of that just Mm -hmm. a little bit because i don't i don't give a fuck what people think honestly But, (laughs) (laughs) but you you hear stuff like oh you know this one started out so weird and all that and it's like you remember the original did not start out in america right i mean right it's so funny like the you know the little blinders that people put on but uh i'll i'll do the imdb real quick and then we can get right into it so exorcist the believer imdb synopsis says when two girls disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them the father of one seeks out chris mcneil who's been forever altered by oh great and there's more that i have to hit okay <laughs> i swear i'm a professional uh Oh, forever altered by what happened to her daughter 50 years ago. Uh, we'll get into how how accurate that may or may not have been. But this one does star, not say the first one, because that's kind of a spoiler. Ellen Burstyn, of course, Olivia O'Neill, Jennifer Nettles, Leslie Odom Jr., Ann Dowd, Lydia Ju- uh, Jewett, uh, Norbert Leo Butts, Raphael Sarvage, uh, Lise Johnson and oh my, uh oh, I'm gonna try to this one Okoi Okapawassili. And <laughs> forgive me, because that's <laughs> that is not correct, of course. Yes, directed by David Gordon Green of the uh, Halloween trilogy fame. So let's get right into this. We will do non spoilers first. Uh, for those out there who have not seen this movie, who just kind of want uh, Frankie and I's take. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the good the bad the maybe, the ugly of of this film and uh, and then we'll, we'll give you plenty of warning uh, because we'll we'll be talking spoilers later because I there there are some things that I want to dig into that I'm with you yeah let's get dirty no okay what does this film do right for you
1: um I like the whole thing. I don't I don't have like a lot of criticism. I mean. It's just fucking good. <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. It scared the shit out of me. Like, I think early on watching with my friends. Okay, so I have to watch everything the day it comes out. Like, I have to be there to watch the first everything. And this happened to fall on um, a drag night. So I had just done a, a show. I did not take my makeup off. I literally told everyone, we're going to go watch the fucking movie. Take your fucking costume off, change, whatever. We're leaving right now. So we, we all went in drag. It was That's so fucking to- badass. That never <laughs> happens to me. God and it was it. a Halloween show. So I was a werewolf woman <laughs> sitting in the theater with my friends. We were like uh, Pennywise the Clown and like some other people. And we went to go see it. So the whole thing was fun. I had my popcorn, my everything. And I remember early on, like minutes into it, I looked over at um, my friend and I said, this is fucking dark. Like, this is just dark. And that was my mood the whole movie through like as soon as things happened and it got darker and scarier and we were just thrust further deep and like deeper into this like possession I kept looking over and just saying I have this overwhelming feeling of just like darkness this is really taking it somewhere really deep like it wasn't just a surface slasher movie or something just like you can live through or whatever this is like life-altering intense like dark matter and I loved it I like being uncomfortable. I like being, I like being left with like a feeling of hopelessness. And that's kind of how I felt at the end of this. So I was totally completely happy with it.
0: Yeah. This, this movie does take you some places that you are, you really don't want to go. And for me, it was really unexpected. I, and I don't know why that that was the case because the original in it, in its own way was the, was really the same way. And it, it, mm-hmm. there were some similar beats to that, that film that we get in, in this one. And so I don't know why that I went in with this expectation. Maybe it's just, I don't know, the 2023 mindset or something like that, but it's, I, 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 I felt like that I was going to get one thing that I, that, Oh guy I'm trying not to spoil it. Okay. Uh, but at the end, at the end of it, yeah, you were just kind of, kind of sitting in your chair, And it's hard to move for for a little bit. There's been like one other film that that kind of did that to me this year. And that was that was talked to me. And this had kind of that that same effect to where this is a movie that like kind of sticks with you for for a little bit. And regardless of what you may think about the quality of the film, of what certain people think about the quality of the film i really don't think that you can be unmoved or unaffected by some of the outcomes that that you get in here and it's that is beautiful i i love that i love the the acting in here particularly from our like our two like little female
1: leads that we that we get they were were incredible they, they were great they were really really great I will say one of my biggest things also with like possession films in general, because I love watching possession movies, the makeup always sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it always goes to like some really intense, weird contact lenses and just, or it's almost no makeup at all. I just feel like I want a change. I, I like that in the original, you know, Reagan started off as like Linda Blair being cutesy and then it turned into her not having really any eyebrows and kind of looking creepy. And then as it progressed, you could see her rotting and you could see her body changing and her voice changes and just everything becomes so scary And it's amazing effects. It's beautiful makeup. So when I watched stuff like um, The Last Exorcism or Emily Rhodes or things like that, I expected it to kind of like go there. Those are great stories in their own, but like just the makeup wise, it didn't do it for me. Um, And then this one, I was afraid of it like either being really CGI where like people are jumping up in the air and doing flips and doing some crazy shit, (laughs) the wall, climbing on the walls. (laughs) I was afraid of the makeup being really shitty. And honestly, when I watched the trailer, it, was so reminiscent of like Reagan in a sense. I think Catherine, the the little girl, she specifically looked a lot like Reagan to me in certain scenes. And when they shot the the trailer with like the black and white scenes, kind of takes you back to the original trailer back in the day. So it was very that. It was very tied together to the original. It did. It was perfect. And yeah, the makeup was great. The effects were great. I think there were a lot of practical ones, right? There wasn't really anything that I could think of was like CGI except for like very specific scenes, but no, they were horrifying. They were great actresses. They really took you there.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of uh, CGI things here and there, but it nothing that really like took away from the film. You're no, right. There, was, there wasn't any of yeah, the the like any kind of weird crawling scenes or or anything like, you know, ridiculous stuff that that they just like kind in of the beginning, f-
1: is it? The beginning where they have the girl go from nothing to insanely possessed in like 3 seconds and then she's yeah. climbing on the walls in the, in the like the cave like Spider-Man. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is weird."
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I I agree with you. And it's something that I didn't, uh, again, because this is one of those, one of the films that I I continue to think about, because at first, and the makeup is fantastic, it really is good. But at like first, like initial reaction, I'm kind of like, well, why do they look like that? And that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of silly to me. But then I, as I began to like really contemplate and ponder that, I'm like, oh, okay, well actually you know, the body, their, their body is breaking down because of like the destruction of their soul So they're like mm-hmm. literally dying from the inside out. And so like the more that I thought about it, I'm like, actually, that's pretty fucking great. That, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it, it was, uh, the makeup was, was fantastic. And, and you're right. Like the exorcist has like its own aesthetic. There are a number of possession films and a lot of them, don't do it very well whether it's yeah the makeup or the story or just something there's just always something missing and yeah the the exorcist and this one included just has something special about it and i don't know exactly what that is and i i can't exactly put my finger on just why it's so great and why it works so well when others don't but it does it's it's kind of like the the jaws effect to me right so Mm -hmm. you have jaws and jaws is like the seminal short film and people have tried to parody it. People have tried to copy it. People have tried to go in the complete opposite direction and just nothing seems to work like Jaws does. And the exorcist is kind of like the same thing. And I don't know what it is about these, like these two subgenres of, of horror, but there there's been so many exorcism films, you know, from the, the conjuring and you're right. You mentioned like last exorcism and there, there, there's a million of them. And, even sequels to this, uh, to the to the original Exorcist, which were not great. <laughs> so They couldn't even do it themselves. But this film series, or at least these two films in the series, just capture something like so unique and special to me.
1: I agree. It like left me really unsettled. And then I watched it the second time because I, I wanted to see it again. I, I'm obsessed. And I left there the same. I left there kind of like, okay, I know what's coming this time around, but It still got to me it still freaked me out it still made me feel like a heavy feeling after you know that night my roommates had all flown to california to like hang out and be gone for a while so i came home alone i was like oh my god i'm alone (laughs) i was so scared when i got home i was like "Fuck!" and i actually ended up watching a whole bunch of videos on like what people thought of the movie after and that just irritated me because everybody was giving such negative reviews and but the scenes were in it. So I was still kind of like in this headspace of that's horrifying. I I shouldn't be watching this anymore. I ended up watching Daria, I think, or something cartoonish so I can get out of the mood and I can like go to bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Anytime that you have to put on something cutesy, it definitely is a good night. Anything else that's like really sticks out to you as, as something that is, you know, to be propped up, besides like the, the entire movie, like anything specific before we get into if you had any negatives on the film?
1: Um, One big thing for me that was great was that we brought back Ellen Burstyn. Yes. Like, it, it wasn't just a sequel for the sake of having a sequel. It was kind of like, okay, we're going to tie this into the original. We're bringing back some of the strongest, you know, car- well, the character is her mother. It's the whole thing. So I love that they brought her in and that she was a, a good chunk of them, a good piece. She she mattered. She she did what she had to do and I was here for it. Um It was good to see her again. And then I couldn't believe that she's, still around i don't know it's crazy to watch her as chris mcneil back then and she was already like not old but she was like older and then she's like 90 now yeah she, she still, still like, looks great she, was, she's yeah, she looked, looked incredible and her voice was still reagan's mother it was all chris mcneil it was really cool it's one of the characters that i love so much back in the movie again so for me it was incredible because i've seen the exorcist so many times as a kid um i watch it in theaters actually every year when it comes out again mm-hmm. and um I watched it again when I was 16, I believe. That was the first time seeing it in theaters. And I remember I, I went with my friends after high school and we all took um, ec- Ecstasy and watched it on Ecstasy. Oh my God. Horrifying. <laughs> so I don't know. It's always been a special film for me. So getting to like see Ellen Burstyn again was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that was really neat. Like the only thing that that kills me about that is, okay, so for me, a lot of times, especially like with the, the big ones, now when you're talking indie films, obviously it's, it's easier, but when you're talking like these larger budget or films that they're putting out in theaters that are getting kind of a push or buzz or whatever, uh, it's, it's almost impossible to avoid trailers. And so the only thing, and it's not the movie's fault, you know, because you're mm-hmm. right. I love seeing Ellen Burston, but I wish they wouldn't have put her in the trailer. Oh, I for would, sure.
1: That yeah. It's a great surprise to have her just pop up in.
0: Yeah, that would have been so. Uh, be yeah, because it would have just been this like this moment. It's like,
1: oh my god!
0: But yeah, they they, that being they...
1: said though this movie did a really good job. To, I remember hearing about this movie coming out for like years, and then there was no trailers, there was no information about it, and then up until this year, I think, and there was like fake trailers that people had put out on YouTube and on all over the place, and none of them had um, really any information. And then I heard that Alan Burton was in it because I read something about it, but I had no visual as to what she was going to be doing or how it was going to look. And I think we only got trailers for it like shortly before the movie came out. So that was kind of cool that they kept it kind of quiet for a while versus giving us like a year of trailers ahead of time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I wish I wouldn't. I wish I would have gone in there with a, no knowledge of it whatsoever and just having her pop up. It would have been amazing. I did not know about it coming.
0: Yeah. Uh, the 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 last thing that i'll say as 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 far as this before we get into anything else is i really enjoy the pacing of this film and mm-hmm. i i think it's like an hour and 45 an hour and 50 minutes or something like that but it really doesn't feel like that like this this movie fucking moves there there's some really neat things that they do with that 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 pacing like not only do you get like some good character development you get to know this this the this family in the beginning um and you get to know at, at least uh, oh god damn it now i'm going to have to look up her name uh, what is her name i got to find it where is it at? angela there you go um angela's <laughs> a character a lot you uh, you get you get to spend time with her and her dad and all the uh, and all these things you get to meet the neighbor and i thought like the neighbor it was just like this throwaway thing that the neighbor was an <laughs> asshole uh, but no, like, like they actually use her. So I I really enjoyed that. Uh, but they're like, when whenever and this is this is not a spoiler, because this is in the trailers. It's so not, totally not a spoiler. But when they disappear, it's almost like there's a mystery element to to that portion of the film and Mm -hmm. and it there really there really isn't but it's like that is so fascinating and like all this stuff starts going through your head and I I don't really think that they they pay that off and I don't mean that in a bad way like I don't think that they they spoon feed you anything about what happened to the two girls listen Um,
1: I'm here wondering where the fuck they went what the fuck happened to them what they saw like they really didn't give you too much on that and I don't need to know. I mean, I would love to know because I'm nosy. But it was perfect. It yeah. just leaves you like space of what the hell happened to these girls? What what did they go through? You know? Yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm always like a, a, a like a big sucker for like those hospital scenes. You know, when they when they show up and it's like yeah, it, it's kind of a little exposition dump or um, maybe not an exposition dump, but it's it's kind of a way to like just uh, provide some intrigue to mm-hmm. the audience and stuff like that. And I love it when they do it that way, and you you get that here, and it's it's fantastic, and that's why I say like there's this the the feeling the, the the pacing is great, and it's because that they are able to like impart these emotions. You know, they always talk about hey, leave your audience wanting to know more, and that's exactly what it does. And totally. I'm like, what the fuck happened? You know, why, why they were thirty miles away, and you know, in this in this barn, it's uh, that they that they I were loved.
1: Three hours, they were gone three days, like yeah. That's yeah, wild but, to me. Like stuff like
0: that is is just always so so chilly. I think
1: yeah. something you mentioned earlier, you said that you're not really sure what the original Exorcist has and this new one has that like gets you. And I feel it's that in a lot of possession movies, it's very straightforward to like, here's the demons, here's the hell, here's the devil, here's whatever. And I feel like in the Exorcist, you get to ride the ride, watching it through the perspective of not just like Reagan, but like her mother. So I feel like these movies extra specifically you write it out with the parents like you get to see the father go through what he's going through with like his daughter going through what she's going through and he's trying to take her to a doctor trying to see what's wrong with her and kind of like in the first one where chris McNeil is looking through doctors psychologists psychiatrists priests so i think that's kind of what the magic of these films you get to experience it as kind of like i'm in the house with you i'm part of the family i'm watching this go on and i'm watching you be affected by it as much as reagan is affected by it and then you're dealing with like the other layers of like the priest losing faith in the first one. And over here, you have so many family members and faiths and just so many people. So it's kind of like you're experiencing this whole thing through all the perspectives. I feel that's what it is. You get to feel it. Yeah. I think I I, just watch a movie, but you're feeling the movie because you're going through it with them. I think you're, you're, you're right about that. And I think,
0: honestly, I think that kind of goes back to, um, you know, what I was talking about. And, you know, you, you really just brought that out for me because Yeah, it's it's almost as if they are you you are on this journey with them. Uh and it it helps it helps that that the the characters are likable and relatable and stuff like that. So you feel like that you are you know experiencing all this all this stuff with them. But it's it's also that, like I said, that they don't spoon feed you so much. Like there is no Mm -hmm. scene where somebody is on Google, like googling how do you defeat Pazuzu, you know, or any any of this stuff. Like (laughs) like there are they do have like these experts but it's not it's it's in a way that okay these are these are somebody that you've sought out like if i if some of this shit went down i mean i'm not a religious person but uh you know somebody that i cared about started their head started rotating and they were throwing up pea soup all over the place i might go talk to a priest and be like, oh for sure <laughs>
1: so i'm I'm figuring some shit out yeah exactly exactly like well
0: well, you know what maybe
1: i don't have all the answers let me (laughs) (laughs) also feel like a lot of the exorcism genre gets like a lot of hate from people where they get like oh it's such a boring movie um they're so dumb and it's kind of to me i get irritated by that because i feel like you're watching a possession film like it's going to be psychological it's going to be religious it's going to be emotional you're not going to get fucking diehard you're not going to get a building exploding and you're not going to get cars on fire like you're just not going to get these giant scenes you're going to kind of experience it with them so I feel that's why I get mad when people say stuff like well it's such a boring movie but what do you expect from it like what do you want like what do you, do you want the church to burst into flames and like the ground to open up and do you want like I don't know it's it's crazy to me yeah. and I feel like have you watched the Pope's Exorcist I have yes did you like it
0: I love the Pope's Exorcist because it's so okay. campy <laughs>
1: I was going to say, okay, we'll go. So I liked the story. I thought it was cool. But then in the last like 10 minutes, it goes full blown diehard with like explosions and fire. And I was like, so this is what you all want. And this looks campy as fuck. And it was funny. Like, I don't know. I liked yeah. it, but it was very, it was very campy. Like you said.
0: Yeah. It's, and that's it's,
1: not what The Exorcist is at all. So No.
0: Well, I, I knew what kind of movie I was in for. Like, well, first of all, it's got Russell Crowe and yeah. it. And <laughs> like not only that, but he executes a pig like five minutes into this movie. And I'm like, oh, okay, that all right. I know what we're <laughs> in for now. So, yeah, I was on I was on board for with not taking anything that that movie did seriously, so I enjoyed it on 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 that level. Yeah, all right. so and i'll I'll go first this time, uh, just so maybe, you know, you there there is something. and if you don't have anything that this movie does does wrong, that's fine. I mean, because there are movies that i like that are kind of perfect movies that other people would be like no but i understand that really no movie is like 100% flawless i don't think yeah but there are movies that don't do anything wrong for me and like i'll give you for for an example like so pieces i pieces is the dumbest piece of shit that you could ever watch but it's kind of hilarious and I've i never love seen pieces. oh my god i i think I you would like it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ni- 1982, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Like the tagline for that movie is you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Uh oh my God.
1: that sounds good already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that with Dead Alive. I think Dead Alive is like stupid and campy as shit, but it's perfect for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. So if if like if this one doesn't do anything wrong for you, hey, by all means, that's fine. Uh for, for me, like the 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 one thing that this does, and I'll get into it more when we do spoilers, but the, the one thing that it really does wrong for me is that David Gordon greenness, if, if you will, it's like it takes a community to, you know, come together to defeat the evil, which mm-hmm. I like the concept. I like the idea of that. I think this has some really, really great ideas uh, along those lines but I don't think that they're executed always in the, in the best way. And so if, if like that, 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 that may be my, my one thing against this one is man, they're the third act as great as I think it is. And as great as some of the stuff in there is some of that stuff just really, really doesn't, doesn't land for me. And that, that, that was it. And it took me out of it just a little bit. It was like, Uh, I was so on board and then it starts like it starts pulling me out of it but they they got me back on board by the end so I was I was I was happy with this one
1: I kind of feel what you're saying and it kind of took me to when I saw all that happening I just saw like the bumper sticker that says coexist and it has like all the religions Uh, together yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it I was watching embodied in that moment so yeah it was it was a little much it didn't really that I didn't care about, honestly, too much. Um, I did like, like, in the original, it's, you know, the priests, and they're going through their thing, and it's kind of like a darker feeling, because you're in there with them, and it's in this dark room, and kind of like, I think, uh, she, the mother isn't in there. Like, no one else really knows what's going on. It's just these two people in there with Reagan and she's this fucking monster. That's what I thought was cool. And at the end of The Exorcist, of course, religion doesn't actually fix her. Yeah. Like she killed one of them and then the other one literally took the demon out of her and jumped out the window. So it isn't like the exorcism actually worked. It isn't like he actually saved her. God didn't save her. You know what I mean? So it still still ends kind of dark. Mm -hmm. And this one kind of took it to like, okay, let's all hold hands and we're all going to bring something to the table. And I I don't know. It was, it was, it, I, I agree with you.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we we did find we did find something then. All right. Well, before because like I said, I'm I'm excited to to start like digging into this one a little bit. But uh, before we do that, is there any any other thing that you want to get into? And if not, I'm 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 assuming where you're coming down on this one. But is this is this going to be a recommend for you?
1: Oh, it's a recommend for sure. <laughs> um, I will say, I guess my one flop. I had to find one aside from what you pointed out was that. It could have been longer. <laughs> I would have loved to have had more more scenes with exorcism, like scariness and maybe more diving into them changing. You know, a little more gradual. Kind of where Reagan, you kind of see the buildup of her changing and then like the head spins, and then she throws her mom across the room and the crucifix scene. Like there were just iconic moments in the film where she's changing. Yeah. Here we kind of like not rush through it because it didn't, it was perfect, but it was just, we got from point A to point B and I wanted to see point A and a half and everything else in between, but we got to point B, you know, so yeah. it would have been cool to have it be longer and have a little more scariness, but that's just me being picky because I like to watch exorcism scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I get that as well. I get, I, that makes, that makes complete sense. And yes, this is going to be a recommend for me. Uh, there are, there are times You'll, you, listeners you know that even if i don't like a movie i will still tell you to go watch it and form your own opinions and i urge you to do that with this one this one is a high recommend for me i had a really good time watching part of this movie and in other parts i was fucking terrified so <laughs> that's the mark of a pretty good recommend from from boomer but i will always say i know this one is is it's getting a lot of, a lot of hate, but what I would say is just go in with, you know, as open mind as, as you possibly can. And just honestly, like, don't fucking worry about making the witty statement on Twitter. Just see what you think about this, Bovee. And you might be surprised.
1: I really hope the hate doesn't, um, kind of put a, end to it because i I do want to see you know the next one deceiver and i want to see the third one i want them to do the trilogy i want it to happen i don't want it to be like shelled because so many people hated it uh, or they claim to hate it because that's the cool like bandwagon to jump on because everyone hates everything nowadays you know yeah it's cool to hate everything i don't know why it's stupid but i want it to get the sequels that it needs to have because i want to see more especially once we get into like the actually talking about it in depth and like I want to see more of certain things to happen, to come, you know? It,
0: exactly, exactly. So that's a recommend from both of us. Uh, so from here on out, we are going to be talking spoilers. We are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So <laughs> if you have not seen this, please pause this and come back or or don't. I mean, I've already got you Listen. So, uh, you know, do what, do whatever it is you want to do. But uh, from, from here on out, you've been warned. Here we go. All right. So, <laughs> I'm so excited to to do this, uh, and there's like I got a, I got a million thoughts that are that are flooding through my mind. Uh, so let me take that last thing that you said because you know you, you were talking about wanting to get the sequels, and I'm interested in one, why you want the the sequels as well. But I I hope this movie does well. I, I know it made I and I haven't checked here recently, but I know it made 26 million in the opening weekend. But horror is kind of notorious to be front loaded. So it does like really well, or it does well like the first weekend and then it kind of dies unless it's, it's, yeah, unless it's just something really special. So I, I, I forget what the budget is for it, but it's, I think it's pretty close to 20 million, but they're obviously going to make their money back through uh, merchandising and the theater run and selling this to streaming services and stuff like that. So this movie is going to make money, which I'm, I'm thankful for. The one thing they
1: had to pay pay a shit ton to get the rights to it, too. So, yeah, they got to make that money back. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But what I'm hoping is if this is not a huge financial success, is that they will, because a lot of times what you'll see is whenever a budget is restricted. So, I'm kind of, I would kind of like really, really enjoy seeing the sequels if it's like a five to $10 million budget because it forces people to be creative.
1: I and, say, you got to get creative, you got to make yeah. things happen.
0: And I I could see this kind of going back to the roots of the the first exorcist movie where a, a lot of it is maybe in, in one location and I I think that that would be like badass and I would I would love it because like you uh, man there's so much to there's so much to dive into but I'll let you talk about why you're excited to see the sequels first but I would be really really happy if we did get the two sequels, but we got like just a little bit of a lower budget, but I still want David uh, Gordon Green to do this because I think that he is a talented director. I mean, like some of the shots in this film are are chef's kiss.
1: Well, that's also like the thing, right? He might not.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's true.
1: (laughs) I hope he does. And you know, whether it's successful, I I feel like if it's, if it was a huge hit, he would totally do it. And I feel like since we're kind of up in the air, whether it's going to be lucrative or not for them, he might just take the dip and have someone else do it, but I like where he went with it. I like what he's doing with it. I like the direction. So I hope that he stays on board and gives me the next two. Let's not ruin the third one.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of the other things: Do you want to follow the same family, or do you would you want it to see them like do do something else and go go somewhere else, but still maybe with Pazuzu? Or do you just want a different, like, a completely different story?
1: Um, That's hard. Because I feel like, you know, like, for example, the first one, like, Reagan's done. Her story's over. They tried following her with part two. And it was such a disaster. Because she's not possessed anymore. And they really tried really hard to make her nightmares possess her and take her to this machine. And it was just a lot. It was... It already happened. It's over. Let the girl rest. You know what I mean? So. Um, if we do follow the same story, I'd like to dive into Catherine a little more. Because I feel like we could be left on a cliffhanger here where they... Are we doing spoilers now?
0: Yeah, yeah. That was spoilers, yeah. I already gave him so, the warning. Yep.
1: The way she fucking died was horrifying to me. That was fucking metal as hell. Yeah. It took me to, like... Oh, you mentioned Talk to Me earlier. Like, where they show the little boy who's being tormented in hell or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he's being grabbed by all these hands and tortured. And it's so scary that that's what hell could be. And like, it puts you in a place of you being there. And for eternity, just think of eternity, having things ripping you apart and it's never ending. The fact that this 13 year old little girl was asking for her mother. And then the demon's voice says, I choose you. And then like takes her down. And for like a split second, you see this like demon face. Horrifying, like that's where she is now. So from this point on to the next film, Catherine's now in my brain for eternally like being tortured. Yeah. So I'd like to know whether she's actually dead and whether we're now in this dark moment, because I'm in that dark moment of they lost their daughter and they know that she's condemned to hell. She's frying forever being punished. That's a really hard takeaway for the family, for the parents, for a watcher. So I'd like to know if like, is she still in hell? Is she, did she actually die? Did she? Maybe she didn't die. Maybe we're going to have like a moment where they say, no, she didn't die. She's in the hospital somewhere in a coma. I don't know. There could be like a twist. Um, So that'd be kind of cool if we're going to go that direction to see where, what actually happened to her or where we are on that story. But other than that, I don't, I don't really see how we would follow Angela or what would be the point. Right. Unless we're, we're going to go the exorcist two route and that's not going to be good at all so maybe <laughs> another movie, maybe another possession story
0: yeah speaking of that like that ending because there there are certain films that like really affect me and this was one of them i i am uh, a father of three daughters so it was just nightmare fuel especially and i'll tell you like the part that got me and it's it is it is in the trailer but when when like she becomes like lucid for a moment and she's like i don't want to go to hell yeah. I was just like, oh no, <laughs> because that broke my heart. Yeah, it broke my heart. I mean, it's it's terrible. I, I know that, like, everybody can relate to that, but it's like, yeah, it really, really hit me as as a parent to you know have have your child in danger and then like literally not be able to do anything. Anything. Yes.
1: Like as as a person, we, we think about like being in that situation, and I don't want to die. I don't want to go to hell. So I could I feel that, but i don't have children in the sense but you being a father and like thinking of your daughter being taken from you and knowing that from this point on till the day you die your child is in some other dimension being tortured by demons like how do you ever get past that
0: yeah yeah and i i mean i i sympathized with the mom not the dad because he's a piece of shit Asshole.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was the he worst take off
1: his shoes that, that's no. right i mean you cannot make you cannot make this man take off his shoes really like you're gonna be that pig-headed
0: yeah i, I mean know. you should just take off your shoes when you go to somebody's house anyway not not just exactly. if you're battling demons
1: All right. Be <laughs> respectful, <laughs> people's carpets are clean <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, he's yeah, he was a dick for sure
0: yeah it was it was just so annoying i like not in a bad way i I get what they're doing but it's like yeah for the you know he he just is in opposition to everything and then he gets on board and then he gets selfish and then he condemns his daughter because he's being selfish and it's just like oh this guy but speaking of of uh catherine um i don't know if you noticed it in the trailer or maybe maybe it's it's like one of those mandela things but uh, there, there's the, like the scene where she's in the church and she's like walking down the aisles and she's doing the body and the blood, right? Mm-hmm. And in the trailer, I, I, like, I'm like, i almost positive. I'm going to have to go back and, and watch this trailer now. But like it stuck out in my head that when she was saying that, like towards the end of it, she started saying it in a demon voice. Oh, totally. I, in okay. the trailer, they
1: did that because I trimmed that scene out and put it okay. in my um, possession number that I perform because oh, it nice. sounds scary and because of the voice. So when I saw the movie, I was like, where's the demon voice? I totally, I totally feel you on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though it was like the exact opposite for me though. Like I I liked that they didn't have the demon voice. Um, because I thought it was well, and just to me, like it was it was scarier uh that it was just in her own voice. Like I I I like that there was no like overdubbing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just her. And they just let her shine because she is she was really good at in in this movie
1: uh I she was my favorite I feel like they both did really great I love both girls I don't want to take any credit from anyone but Catherine just really took to being possessed <laughs> yeah like that was her that's her calling to be a horror actress and be a fucking demon yeah she see, was- uh,
0: she was she was she was she was really good and and that's like the other thing that I kind of wish we would have got more and you're right like I wish this was. Um, I've already talked about the pacing was was great. And and I know that there's well, I, I don't know uh, about now. I mean, Terrifier 2 was like two and a half hours. So I don't know how worried they are about going over two hours. But, yeah, I think this could have used like another 20 minutes so that we could have spent more time with her and her family. But the scene that we get when they when they go to her house and everything is just like in shambles and like and she's in a room it was, oh, it was it was amazing. <laughs>
1: Had I walked into someone's house and saw it completely wrecked like that, I'd call the cops. Like, you know, like I'm, I will walk upstairs. I'll do I'll do the investigation because I'm like I said, I'm nosy, but I'm going to have at least someone on their way if something's going on. And when they found the dad being all crazy in the in the other room, I knew something was up. Call the cops. Call somebody like something's up in this house. Something yeah. dangerous. I could at least have an ambulance nearby. If I get something happened to me, we're good, you know? Because she's loose in there somewhere. <laughs> um, that Alan Burstyn scene, when she goes upstairs and she gets her fucking eyes blown out of her head, horrified me. I, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't see it come in. I was on board with her being in the movie. And, and I think the way the trailer, we mentioned the trailer. The way the trailer plays it, though, you feel that she's brought into the movie, the beginning of it. And she's here till the end. I realized later on that, no, I actually didn't notice her being in the possession scenes. I didn't see her in the trailer, but the way it was put together, you think she's there. Your brain makes you feel that she's on board because she's talking about, we all gotta get together. We all gotta do this. Every culture has something. So you mentally feel that she's riding the ride with you, not just getting on and being thrown off. <laughs> but it was hard. She got her fucking eyes stabbed out of her head with a crucifix. It was insane. Yet also an homage to Reagan stabbing herself with a crucifix. So it was kind of double horrifying yet. Okay. I like how you did that, but it really fucked me up. That scene took me back.
0: Yeah, it it did to me too. I I definitely wasn't expecting that because I was expecting the same thing that we usually get in these types of movies where like this character just lasts to the end, regardless of if that makes any sense whatsoever or (laughs) not, you know? If there should be this 60 or 70 year old woman that's battling the forces of evil, like a spry 20 year old. Uh, so <laughs> I I liked how they did it because it was like it was completely un- unexpected for me. And I was I the same thing for me whenever whenever she got her I- eyes gouged out. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> OK, that was intense. Yeah, we're not playing around <laughs> in this one. I So I really appreciated that.
1: But also one of my friends told me, like, what was she doing up there? Like, I get that she's Reagan's mother. I get that she feels this connection, but she's not an exorcist. She's not a religious leader. She doesn't have re- really any weapon against this demon. But she walks in there and says, I command you to get the fuck out. Like, what is she doing? How did she- that was going to work? I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> she got her ass kicked. I was like, oh, shit. That was intense.
0: Yeah, I like that. That you're right though. The one thing I did not care for was like her trying to cast the cast the 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 demon out. Well, I I liked it when she was when she was like, I know you or you know me. I forget exactly like
1: mm-hmm. wh- what met it was. Before. It.
0: Yeah. I thought that was fucking badass. I, I really, I really like lo- uh, like that. But yeah, when whenever she started like in, you know, in the name of Reagan or whatever it was, I was just like, oh yeah. my goodness, what what are we doing here? What are we doing? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: If it were that easy, we'd all be able to do it. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the power of legacy
1: sequels compels you. No, uh... <laughs> that was rough though. That fucked me up. I couldn't believe that. That's how she went out. <laughs> well, she didn't get killed, but she got she got her eyes blasted out of her head. It was, it scared me because I couldn't imagine what that would feel like. And then just now you can't see, you're done. Um. Okay, wait, we, one thing that was weird to me was, so she can't see anything. And when the possession scene is happening and they're like taking the demons out or trying to, whatnot, the lights flicker in the hospital and she like seems to react to it. And I'm like, you wouldn't be able to see that. Yeah. What are you reacting to? Like you wouldn't be able to notice the difference. There's cotton balls in your eyes. Like, you would not notice that the light change in the least. So that that was funny to me that they had to like go back to her and show her for a second reacting to this like random light change.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that didn't make a whole lot of sense either. But um, the thing that I really enjoyed was Reagan showing up at the end
1: with her. Did you want to Actually, I got I- really emotional. Like I was hoping it was gonna happen. I heard that it might happen. There was like talk here and there, but when she actually showed up my heart like i felt it in my soul and i started to get like teary eyed i was like oh my god am i going to cry during this movie okay wow this movie really is the one for me cuz i'm scared i'm unsettled i'm freaked out and i'm now emotionally in- invested
0: <laughs> yeah that was that was so brilliant i didn't i don't know whether i expected it or not really but i'm i'm really really glad that that we got it and that was the one thing that i didn't do is like i didn't go check the the cast list or anything thankfully because yeah if you go do that um then linda blair is the first person regardless of like she has about a minute of screen time or even yeah. if, if if even that but like she's the number one
1: person well, in the thing i read early on that she said no that they asked her to do it and she said no and then i think she asked for a lot of money and they were kind of like not really giving her what she wanted very sydney prescott <laughs> you know and um so i heard it was a it was a, it was a no so when they brought uh, Alan Burston in. I thought we were gonna get like flashbacks of some kind or maybe what they did with the movie where they had like her little picture like hanging in like frames. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's the cameo we got, right? Like we're gonna get pictures of her through time. But maybe she was like a late entry and said, All right, I'll do it. Fuck it. And they kind of like put the ending in because I feel like they were building you up with the well, my daughter Reagan and here's my story and here's these pictures of her. But yeah, it was it was an awesome surprise. I'm glad it happened. It was nice. But then again, like you mentioned, the sequel, where are we going to go with this? Are we going to see more of Reagan? Are we going to, I feel like this is kind of the loose end. We're done. Like they brought her in. It'd be no reason to go further with her and like bring her back again, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're but just going like,
0: to turn her into Ash Williams and she's just going to fight. Right.
1: Or she's <laughs> going come in now and start exercising demons and pulling them out. You know, that doesn't make any sense, but it would cheapen the character for sure. But I was, I'm glad she had her moment.
0: Yeah, that was that was really really beautiful. I, I like that. Um, all right, let's let's dive into this. Let's dive into the possession scene. All right, let's talk about the negatives first. We'll get the negatives out of the way. Oh, damn it, I, it's so hard for me to do because it's it's kind of done with some positives. Okay, so kind of like I talked about earlier, I really enjoyed the way uh, or their their take on it because it's it's absolutely true. Like throughout history, you have every single religion has their own take on, you know, possession or evil and um, how to do battle with that or, or exorcism rights and th- and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, regardless of whether it's, you know, some kind of spiritualist religion or the Christian religion or you know, Hinduism or wh- whatever, they all have, they all have these these different kind of rights and all that stuff to uh, to deal with evil in whatever form that it takes in, the, in that religion. So I really enjoyed them bringing that together. And there were some things that I thought were really cool when, um, the, uh, the, the priestess was kind of like mixing, uh, different like herbs and spices and stuff like that in the bath, in, in mm-hmm. yeah, the bath water and stuff it was really interesting. And I, I thought that that was, that was kind of neat, but then it basically doesn't go anywhere. And, yeah. you know, and then the, you, you have like the, the Catholic priest who's being like a little bitch in the car and then he comes in and just gets killed yeah uh, in like five seconds and it's like i i understand like that like i said the idea in in that is is really is really good i like the idea of of these of different religions and people coming together uh to team up against uh, against the forces of evil and it's like uh your sense of community or your love and uh your belief is enough to like ward this off or to get rid of, uh, to get rid of it. And so I, I think that that, that that's smart, but I just don't think that like really any of it paid off. anywhere. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, we had like, okay, so they had this priest who was like telling the fucking archdiocese or whatever, telling them like, this girl's possessed. These girls have personalities. They have, there's something going on here. We need to help them. So he agrees, he sees it, he knows it's happening. Um. I think it's insane how they don't let you help people for optics or whatnot, you know, because what are people going to say or whatever? That's your function, right? Like you're the church. You're the one thing to fight us away from evil and save us from these things. How could you just say no? That to me was ridiculous. But I mean, I guess that really happens. But then he was just like, yeah, I I can't help you. I feel like as as that being my calling and being a priest, I'd be like, well, fuck you, I guess I'm going to go do this because... I need to help these people. So I thought it was so weak of him to not help and just be like, well, here's a book, you could do this, anybody could do this, here we go. you know. And then we had the monologue with that lady who was a neighbor who was like, well, I wasn't gonna be a nun and I'm here to do this and I have the power to do this. And she really didn't have the power to do anything. No. And <laughs> I mean, it was just- She it's... talked a big game and she read the book and then that was it. She got spit at and got called a hoe and then she ran off crying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know whether some of that was like the writing or the acting, but it that like when she was doing that just kind of seems so hokey. And so, you know, you give you give me the pen and like the way that I would have enjoyed seeing it's not what we got, but um, you're I I would have liked you. I would have enjoyed like if he just did it on his own because he felt that sense of responsibility because of, mm-hmm. of his calling and his passion. And that would have made his sacrifice so much better. And like, not only would it made it so much better, but like you would have, there would have been this, like this battle of wheels going on. And so it would have been, not only would it have been better, but it would have been so much more impactful if he had more to do than like, just go in there for five seconds
1: and and then just get his neck twisted around. And it felt like, all these people walked into this. I I'm, I'm like I said, like you said, also I'm here for like the community. I'm here for like all the different cultures, all the different backgrounds coming together to fight evil. But it felt like nobody in this group of people was actually sure of themselves. Yeah. Like everybody walked in with, we could do this potentially. This is how it's done. According to this like book or these like instructions that I have in my hand, but none of us are an actual expert or know what the fuck we're doing. And we're very doubtful. This is going to work. Yeah. because when the when the priest said no, they all were like, "Fuck, well this is over. We're not gonna. This isn't gonna work. <laughs> Fuck, we're done." <laughs> the said no, you know, and they still went in there because uh the, the one lady was like, "Yeah, I, it's cool. I got this. Don't worry. This this is my moment. I'm gonna have it." And then she horribly failed. And then you know there was uh, the other lady, the priestess, which I thought was incredible. I liked her scenes, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. again, she was mixing um, all this kind of stuff in the bathtub and didn't also didn't really go anywhere. Um then he took the stuff and said, I'm gonna go dump this outside and kind of just dumped it right outside, which said not to do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like everybody was just completely inept
1: at, at- Right, totally. And then we had what else did we have? There was You had a the lot other like pastor or something who didn't really do anything. Didn't do anything, just stood there. Just stood there and like looked like he was gonna cry a couple times. And I'm just like, Aren't you a religious leader? Aren't you the one like saving people's souls and people go to you like what do you bring to the table so yeah it was very that and then the priest eventually walks in and gets his head <laughs> taken off and it was kind of like well wow, that was anticlimactic that was really fast yes. but again i guess that takes us back to like what i said about the original god didn't actually save reagan yeah yeah religion, does, religion doesn't actually help you does it like it has to choose to mosey on out on its own i guess you know
0: that or it's like you know somebody's somebody's sacrifice or you know somebody yeah. somebody that is and the yeah the thing about the, the devil
1: taking a soul it's, it might not be the one you think but it's taken someone
0: right and a, again like because the line is so fucking good uh, you could have had that you could have had people that know what they're doing because in in the original and I hate to give I hate it when when I have to do that but uh in the original you had these two priests and yes they were flawed characters but they were resolute in what they were doing and why they mm-hmm. were there. And they had uh, this good knowledge base and they were confident and they were prepared. Well, in, in as, as much as you could be uh, prepared to, to deal with what, what it was that they were dealing with. And so you felt like that, you know, that they were going to be able to overcome that. And ultimately they couldn't, you're right. Uh, that God didn't. But save when they them. don't,
1: it really gets you because yeah. you know, other suddenly dead and you're like oh my god marin has gone and then you know the other Karis has to take the demon into himself so he takes the necklace off like it's just yeah you, these guys are the experts in what they do that are gonna do the best they can didn't so yeah. it's kind of dark but it was a good ending We're here you walked into all these people that don't the fuck they're doing and yeah no it didn't really work out
0: <laughs> yeah like I mean how much better would that that line have been if everybody If there was a cast of characters, even if there were one or two that didn't know what they were doing, like the parents or maybe the nurse, you know, that was, you know, believes in God and, but, you know, and just kind of wants to help, but yes, there, you know, you have the pastor, you have the priest, you have the Mm -hmm. priestess and there, they are, you know, battling the forces of evil. And then you get the line, God played a trick on you, you know? So it's like, you guys have this understanding of the spiritual realm but you have no fucking clue what you're in for. And I'm so much more powerful uh, mm-hmm. than, than what you were prepared to deal with would have been so, it would it would have been so cool.
1: Also like um, in the original, they, they show the statue of Pazuzu, but they never actually say his name in the movie. And then he like appears again at the end where like Reagan is like standing up and there's like, he appears next to her. So we know that the demon Pazuzu is what's inside of her. And this one, they mention they carved the name Reagan into the bed and, uh, Alan Burson says I've met we've met before but they never actually touch on whether it's him or not and then I read later on somewhere else that no the demon in the girls isn't Pazuzu; it's okay Lamashtu (laughs) (laughs) and I I looked that up and it was uh I guess in Mesopotamian uh history or something Lamashtu is a female demon that has like skulls for her breasts and she eats children and um Sucks the marrow out of their bones and crunches their bones while she eats them. to so they'll suffer.
0: Well, I mean that's kind of that's kind of bad. Well, no wonder they didn't know what they were doing. They were battling the wrong demon.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, I kind of like that vibe because Frankie actually wears skulls on her boobs. I was like, is that my demon? <laughs> is that my next? I'm channeling Lamash too from now on.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that's. <laughs> yeah, was kind of cool. That's the next show. That would be that would be amazing because it would be so that would be like so inside knowledge that like you really have to <laughs> you would really have to know uh what what you're talking about or or you you would really have to know your fandom to know that yeah Frankie is this demon from exorcist yeah. believer really that would that would be pretty cool all right as far as, as as far as our our father and and daughter thing again like i i like the the relationships and all that stuff but like the promise that, that he made, um, I, I did like the reveal that, um, you know, that he wanted to, that he wanted to save his, that he's wanted to save his wife and and not the child. And that there was, there was like that guilt there because of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that, uh, that, that reveal because I did not see that coming at all. And, but like the one thing though, that it didn't really do, one of the other things that it didn't really do was like, honestly, that really didn't matter in, in the end. Like that had really no bearing on, on anything else. So I liked their dynamic. I liked the reveal. Um, but it was just like, yeah, you, you know, you had the mom that, that passed away. and was like, Hey, you know, Hey, save, save my child or whatever it was that, you know, she said, and you know, that he, (laughs) that was something that was always weighed on his mind, but it really never came up again after that. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like selfishly I would do the same. I feel like, okay, we well, can make another baby, but I don't want to. I don't want to go this world without you. So I would choose you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't fault you for that. I mean, that's that's perfectly, it's perfectly reasonable. I mean, this is like this is your fucking partner, you know, and yeah, right. I mean, you, you, you know, you love your. <laughs> I've got to come. That beginning,
1: off... that beginning was wild too. Like just going back to the beginning of the movie. Um, being in Haiti and then the fucking earthquake and just the destruction that was, it started off really intense. That was hard to get through too. And like, I had just told people like in the theater, I was like, I don't want to go to a country like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go somewhere where there's like buildings that fall down and there's like all these, I don't know, there's like no medical care. Oh my God, I can't, I can't. Traveling is scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was, that was wild. It, it really was because yeah, I, um, well, I don't know if it showed any of that in the trailer. I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it did, but yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, Again, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'm forgetting something or maybe I'm, I, I was just remembering something wrong, but yeah. So that, that never came, that never came up. And so I had like no idea that we were about to get this like massive earthquake. I I thought that I don't know. Somehow that the the mom was going to be involved, just like you know, in in the original Exorcist, that it was mm-hmm. going to be you know this this important relationship between the mother and daughter, and then, and then she just fucking gets murked. wiped her out. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. Uh, I guess we're. I guess we're. I guess we're doing something else.
1: <laughs> but overall. It was a fucking great movie, but yeah, I would I would have loved more character development for Catherine, just seeing as how she was such a good actor, since she was such a scary fucking monster. Um, it would have been cool to have a little more time with each girl to see them transform slowly, because it kind of was like, we're back, we're both acting crazy. We had the church scene that was amazing. Then we had the other girl do her hospital scene and with her, and then her dad would like she hits him with the what was it, like the scarf or whatever? Mm-hmm. So there's like moments where they're transforming into these like other worldly beings and then went straight to exorcism. I, w- I would have liked another 30 minutes at least of just developing and more scenes and stuff. But is that just me being greedy? I don't know, because I just would have loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't get that, but like whenever she was kind of transforming, uh, Angela, whenever, whenever she was transforming and then she's kind of like creeping around her house and like doing weird shit, like, I mean, that made the hair stand up on, oh, on yeah, my arms. Oh yeah, it was arms. totally
1: unsettling as fuck. And then we got to Catherine and she was straight up a fucking monster in her house with like, they, did you notice in the trailer, they have her eating the Bible pages. I don't think in the movie you actually see that.
0: No, 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 I don't think but that was. was.
1: That was crazy too. I was like, did I just miss it? Did something happen? But no, I watched it twice. I was like, she's not eating the fucking pages. But that was really cool. Um, And then when the cross appears on her forehead, that was unsettling as shit too. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. I've, as, as an artist as a performer i've always performed as reagan or as a possession that's close to reagan um i've never liked another makeup or another character like another character uh, makeup of a possession i'm obsessed with this movie i'm obsessed with their contacts i'm obsessed with their makeups i now want to incorporate that cross and more of their makeup into like my demonic look for my performances yeah <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's like it's it's kind of hard to compare the two when it comes to makeup because, you know, the the original is it's getting close to 50 years old now. Mm-hmm. If It's not. I, what is 76? I think it was 76, 73, I think. 73. OK, so it is, so 50 it is years, 50 old. years old. Awesome. Uh, so I, I know like it's 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 hard to make that comparison. But yes, the makeup in this one was just kind of gross. Uh, mm-hmm. And I I love, uh, you know, just like the bile or whatever it was that was you know, coming out of their rotting. mouths.
1: Those girls were rotting. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that was that was awesome. Oh love that. All right. Is there is there anything else we kind of we kind of, you know, did our, our little non-spoiler thing and then uh and then talked about a few of the scenes. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we get
1: out of here? Okay. I thought her dad was an asshole. Um Angela's dad. Yeah. Like from the first scene to the end, like with the fucking trash cans, how he refused to take his trash cans in. It was kind of like a dick move. And then later on, he's at the school dropping her off and he will not move out of that fucking lane where people are honking oh, at him. Oh, God, yeah. And he was just being a dick. And then later on, when they find her, he's like dragging like a maniac through town, like almost crashing into people. And I'm like, what's that going to do? Like, how is you killing yourself on the way there or killing somebody else on the way they're going to make a difference? So I was like, your dad's kind of a dick. I don't know. He just gave me that vibe that he was an asshole the whole time. That's why <laughs> I, not- I did not love him.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't like okay so i noticed yeah when he would not get out of the parking spot he's just like give him you know a minute like just fucking move, move. but at the same time though like the uh, you know the guy that was was honking on him like or honking at him his kids weren't ready they were still getting out of the van oh, too. Totally. So yeah so yeah. it's not like he needed to move in that instance either so both of them were kind of just being little shitheads about that but totally um but i i noticed that part but like honestly I didn't notice him being a dick that much I guess he he kind of was what what really stuck out to me though was like man just let this girl breathe you know
1: yeah he was on her ass Uh,
0: yeah so that was like really stuck out to me was like (laughs) it's like he's making her do all this shit and it's you know can I just go like with my friend and I mean she didn't plan on going and he's like he's like no it's you know you know it's it's our night to do whatever the fuck we do and and She's like, well, we do that every day. And he's like, well, I know, but I'm like, just
1: let her breathe.
0: Yeah. Just give her a second. Just <laughs> you have to let her live.
1: Let her know her mother. He kept everything about her mom also like secret under wraps yeah. and like his, his personal stuff. Yeah. I feel like if you had, if you'd have let her in, maybe she wouldn't have been fucking with a pendulum in the park, looking up this, the spirit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was Note, note to parents uh you know trying to trust your kids a little bit you know let them in on on your life and uh mm-hmm. and then they won't get possessed uh you know <laughs> <I> just...
1: <laughs> right like i want i want to know more about how they did that like what was the pendulum what, what, what how did they even like talk to this demon how did they, how did they how did it get from point a to point b we'll never know because they didn't let us know which is also really cool that you don't get to get all i guess every detail but it makes it creepier ultimately but I would just like to know because I like to know every detail of everything yeah (laughs) how does this work where did this little ball come from what what did they what did they do because they show their eyes roll up on their head and then they're like gone for three days what the fuck like were they floating somewhere like where'd they go I don't know it's crazy but it was such a good movie I can't wait to see a sequel and I'm totally gonna see it again probably in the next couple of days
0: yeah I probably will too I I will (laughs) and that's um that is what I I do hope as well for like a sequel so yes I like that they, you didn't get that much in this one. Um, and, you know, I already already mentioned that. So, but I, I like that. I thought that that you're right, like that that made it scarier in, in a way that you don't know what happened to these, to these kids. But I think that, yeah, if in the, in the next one, that if you give a little bit more, reveal a little bit more, uh, you know, that that's an opportunity, not only for some like really cool visuals, uh, but some amazing storytelling as well, because yeah,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I just like, I just want to know. Well, what do you think? What would you want for the sequel? Do you think they should follow the same family again or do you think they want to do a whole different story? What would you prefer?
0: Honestly, I I'll tell you what I would what I would prefer. So I would honestly prefer that they go in a completely different direction in in the second this this may be like sacrilegious when I come to my final point <laughs> you may say you may say like oh that sounds kind of stupid but we'll see um so yeah I I want a uh even if you use the 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 same the same demon I do want different scares I do want some some different stuff in there uh but I would like uh that revelation of what happens and how the possession takes place and that kind of thing and I I want a religious aspect or a religious expert. And I, I don't know, like a actor that I would, I would cast off the top of my head, but I want somebody who's competent to, Mm -hmm. to go toe to toe uh, with this, with this, uh, with this entity. And I don't want them to win in the end. I I want them to lose, but I don't want them to die because I would, I would like for them to show up in like in the, uh, in the, the third movie. And what i would like for the third movie to be is what what we kind of talked about where you're getting catherine's story and mm-hmm. that whoever that that person is is able to save catherine maybe not like uh completely defeat the the uh the devil or the uh the demon but is able to to save probably, her soul yeah. yeah i that that's what i would love because i i would love it if uh, you go into this into the second movie and you and you do that, you're, you know, you kind of set yourself up for that, that the the massive finale that you have. And it's a, a completely different story. And so you completely you're like, oh, OK, well, this is a brand new thing. And you forget about Catherine and stuff like that by the time that the third one comes out. Well, maybe not forget her, but it's like, you know, that's in the back of your mind because it's like, oh yeah. OK, well, that story's done. And then it's like, nope uh this is this is the finale this is what it's all been building to is um he is eventually going to win in a way not completely uh but he ends up you know saving her from uh from hell pulling her out of hell yeah
1: um well i mean in this one they didn't really show like she's gone technically but they didn't really show her grave Mm -hmm. and the parents were kind of like meeting up somewhere to talk and kind of you know deal with their grief but i mean they could have been anywhere so I feel like maybe she's in a coma somewhere. Maybe she's in the hospital. Maybe she's, I don't know. We can still, we can return to this story. I feel there's like definitely a way to come full circle and come back again. Cause there wasn't really anything concrete where you could say, no, no, she's buried. We saw her buried. Cause you didn't. Yeah. Um, so I like that. And I would love that too, actually. That'd be really great. That'd be really cool. And we don't need two girls anymore. No. <laughs> we could, <laughs> we had to split the possession scenes here i think if we do the next ones we can just have one person that we can just really follow along and get a lot of those scenes in and get a lot of the scares in that'd be really cool yeah sure
0: well damn it <laughs> i say that and then like something else like with the two girls like the one of the cool things in here and i just had to had to mention it briefly was when they're doing the um uh the ekg and like their hearts are beating at the same time oh my god yeah. thought, uh that was that was so that cool That was really cool yeah
1: that was dark, and then like in the I think in the trailer they show you one girl lives, one girl dies. You choose. That's what got me. I was like, oh my god, how are we going to do this? How are they going to get to this scene? How are they going to choose? What's going to happen? I think it did its job. I think the movie really did scare me, pulled me in, left me really sad for Catherine, and then also lifted me up with Reagan coming back and seeing her mother. Yeah, she didn't get to see Reagan technically because she's blind, but she got to <laughs> feel her. You know, That's so right. that was yep. kind of that was kind of cool um i don't know overall it was like a 10 for me i i i don't i can't really think of anything i would change and if i did it'd be very minor but i think it was a pretty great movie yeah and when i got when i read and saw some of like the negativity that that was coming towards it it was just so like i guess stupid to me like one of them was um these guys had a problem with the fact that uh alan burston says that on that one line where she says um you know, I, I I didn't witness the exorcism. I witnessed the possession. I wasn't actually in the room with them when they when they did the exorcism because, you know, I'm not part of the patriarchy. And they were saying, what does that mean? Like, oh, that's a stupid line. I'm like, it's not stupid. It's true. Yeah. You know, like the church literally is men and they think that only men can, fi- can fight demons. Women are only nuns and they can't really, they can assist, but they can't really do anything. So technically, yeah, she's not wrong. She wasn't allowed in the room because she's not a fucking dude to the cross in her hand. So... I thought that was kind of weird that they took that as a anti-male sentiment, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And then they called it the woke source cis in another one. And they were saying how, you know, well, they had to have a black character. And it's like, do you not think that black people get possessed? (laughs) I think everyone gets possessed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Are they going to get mad if a gay person gets possessed in the next one? Like it, it would happen to everyone. I think we're all susceptible to the, you know, being in the grips of evil yeah the critique to me were kind of like well now you're just like trying to be an asshole there's not really a reason why you hate this movie you're just trying to find a reason to hate this movie and i think it was really well done
0: yeah that's uh, completely and i've seen the same thing i've seen that i've seen people that are upset just because again this is a a a legacy sequel and it's like you know who cares it's a it's a good it's a good movie right yeah
1: then take the title off of it then take the legacy out of it and just watch it for what it is and get into it yeah you know did yeah. you ever watch the Exorcist uh, series?
0: No, I I've heard I and I well particularly like the first season I've heard is fantastic but no I I haven't seen it yet.
1: Um, I watched it when it came out because of that reason because it was The Exorcist and I'm obsessed. But, um, honestly, the se- the first season was so good, and it gave me everything I wanted because I wanted to know where Reagan is now and what's happening with her. And Gina Davis plays Reagan, and the, and it, and like in the beginning you don't know who she is. They kind of just call her something else. She's a new life. And eventually you realize that that is Reagan. That's her new life. She's now undercover, but it ties up her story and it ends with her. And then there's this whole other like side story of the church being infiltrated by the devil and being evil and people taking demons into themselves for power. And that was such a cool story. And then it ends and you're kind of like, okay, well, season two, we're going to come back with, you know, let's tie up this loose end. There's demons, there's, um, power in the church it's all this going on and it completely fell off the fell off the wagon and went to some other island with like some guy that adopts all these kids and it's just a completely different story they like left everything behind made no sense so <laughs> I, I, do, I, do rec- I do recommend you watching season one Um, but yeah two you can just completely ignore because it was shit but <laughs> okay. it, it, it was a cool um, take on where Reagan is now and what happens to her and there is something crazy that happens to Chris McNeil too so You should definitely check it out
0: okay yeah i definitely will i definitely will but yeah i I mean it 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 bugs me when people go to that argument well this movie's woke and stuff like that it's like bitch i'm not the one
1: you know right i mean is it is it bad why, why is it why is it woke that we have like different characters like we have female characters and fucking gay characters and black characters and different ethnicities It's just they
0: exist yeah how the world is (laughs)
1: right world's out i don't know (laughs) it's not woke you're just an asshole
0: (laughs) yeah and then well i mean they did that but if if you just had like you know white straight people that were in the movie the entire time being possessed and killed then they would be bitching about that like what what's the deal you hate white straight people that's what it is (laughs) yeah you just don't listen to those
1: people because they're never going to be happy about anything no (laughs) <laughs> Never, so I just chose to enjoy the film for what it is, and I loved every second of it. I did and too. I can't, I can't wait to own it. I think I'm actually going to buy that one, even if I don't have an DVD player yet. I'll just have it just to have it. Yeah. And they just released, I think, a 50 year edition of The Exorcist, and it comes in like, I think you can only get it in the UK. So I have to like somehow order it through Amazon, but I have to change your your country to the UK to get it. I read this whole thing on it. I'm not sure. I'm so confused, but it comes with like a Bible and you open the Bible and it has pictures of Reagan and like stuff from the movie. And then it has like certain little, like a cross and it has all these different things that you can have and the movie. That's so so kind of cool. the, the whole little set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. That's really neat. All right. Well, I won't hold you up any longer. I think that we've kind of talked about everything that there is to talk about in this
1: one. Film to death. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like for me, I would give this and, you know, uh, I kind of told you that like when we, when we, talk that I really do enjoy this film. Um, it's it's not like it's not a 10 out of 10 for me uh, there. There are the, like those flaws that I, I mentioned earlier. So uh, if, if we're doing this at a scale of one to 10, I'd probably do right around. I would say an eight. This would this would be an eight for me. Um, and one of the reasons why is I always enjoy a film that imparts or, you know, gives me I don't know, like makes me feel something. And mm-hmm. this one certainly does like I I, I like films where you could just turn your brain off and have a good have a good time. But the movies that I really hold near and dear to my heart and are the ones that, yeah, leave you thinking about it for for a few days afterward. This one certainly does that. So despite some of the flaws in it and some of the things that we that we talked about, I still value this one like really, really highly.
1: So, me too. yeah. The fact that I'm sitting here right now wondering how Catherine's doing is that's thats <laughs> what it did to me. You know what I mean? I'm still feeling that like the evil dead did it too. I watched the evil dead rise and it left me like just thinking about demons and monsters and just in general, it, it, it stayed with me a little bit. And I loved it. That's why I love it so much. And I want to watch it a million times. I can never get enough of it. Yeah. So yeah, there's sure. like certain films that just sit with you forever. And I, I, this is definitely going to be one that I'm going to look back on. And I'm biased to shit though, because I love the fr- franchise. So but I'm obsessed. I love it. I can't wait to watch it again.
0: Well, that's it's fine. A,
1: maybe not a 10, but it'll be like a 9. <laughs> okay.
0: No, that's obvious. That's, that's pretty that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I do want to thank you so much for coming back on or no, coming you for on having the first. Me. <laughs> Thanks
1: for having me. I love talking horror and I love talking The Exorcist. So this was super fun for me. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we'll have to find something else. As I, I keep, I'm, I'll, I'll keep bugging you. Um, uh, please do. Please do. Let's see what uh if, if there's anything if there's anything else that's uh that's coming out in the near future, or just hey, and just in general, if there, if there is some you can you can always message me if there's some film that you've like absolutely fucking adore from 1984, we will we will find any excuse to have you back on because we absolutely <laughs> for love sure. You. <laughs> I
1: will definitely send you random things that I'm watching. Like, what do you think about this? Where are you on, on this? It'll happen for sure. I love it. And I'm sad Gabby wasn't here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> me too.
0: Yeah, she missed you, out for sure. Yeah, she did. Yeah, Gabby, yeah, you but now I really
1: want to know her take because she said she she thought she was going to like this, right? She wasn't going to be into it too much, so I'm curious whether she was in love with it or hated it completely, and I'd like to know why.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> next time, <laughs>
1: next time. All right.
0: And as always, we did turn it to you, listeners, to give us your opinions on Exorcist: The Believer, horror flicks, and guitar picks. Pond friends of the show. Hello, my dude. Hope you are doing well. Says it fell into the same traps as most possession films and just feels like the same basic plot with nods to the OG thrown in to fit it into the franchise. Well, it's not as bad as some people say. I disagree with the notion that it couldn't be as extreme as the OG because of the times we're in. However, films like The Sadness, Terrifier 2, even as recent as When Evil Lurks, have pulled it off without a hiccup. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. But most of the positive rating goes to the practical effects and the performances from the cast. Outside of that, the movie just wasn't interesting enough to fit the Exorcist moniker. And I I, I agree with a, a lot of your points there, and I, I do see where you're coming from just a little bit higher on you. Appalachia True Crime says it was mid. I don't hate it better than a lot of other possession films. And Dewey Podmonster says, Pazuzu dies tonight. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's something that I thought of as well, but it turned out it was a Pazuzu. Well, wow, again, found that one out this evening. Movie, uh, movie runner says I felt bored almost the entire movie, but I can say the same thing for the original Exorcist. Also, oh my, I'm thinking I should try the first one again, but I don't think that'll happen for a while. Please go check that back out. Like you may find yourself in the same camp as I did, where I didn't really care for it that much when I was younger, but then upon rewatch became a whole new experience for me, so I'd I'd be interested. Friend of the show also, Ren says, A monstrous swing and miss. Everything that made the original Exorcist the scariest movie ever has been removed from this. Hard to care for any of the characters, including the little girls, since there is no character development, sans Leslie Odom Jr. The supporting cast all seemed way too coincidental. There's a tinge of anti-abortion messaging. The exorcism felt rushed with shoddy CGI in the film, is simply not scary. There is exactly one scene I found sad and disturbing after the fact, but it doesn't save the film one out of five. <laughs> Did not like it. Uh, and I, hey, you know, to each to each their own, my friend, to each their own. I know everybody has their own taste. The Jacked Up Review Show podcast says the TV show wrapped it all up perfectly. Did it, though? I don't I don't know. Like, I, I haven't seen the TV show. I need to I need to check that out. Movies for days. Unnecessary, undesirable, and unwatchable. Oh, my. Preston Fassel says better than expected. Could have been a solid B plus if it were just a possession movie and not a legacy sequel. And We kind of talked about that. Horror Dami. It's well made, but confusing to me how or why this is an exorcist movie. It's 90 percent not with a few edits. This is just another random exorcism movie. Remove the connective element. It wouldn't change the story at all and feels like it was just wedged in there. I don't get the point. Ooh, we are, we getting some harsh criti- uh, criticism there. Mike Brunson, well-written script, great execution, very good cinematography. If you like supernatural spiritual horror, this is worth the price of admission. I enjoyed it quite a bit, about as glowing of a review as I give. That's awesome. I love that. we have We do have a supporter out there. Nate, I thought the first half was better than the second, but overall really enjoyed it. So we do have a lot of mixed opinions out there. Some, most are definitely not on the side of this movie. But honestly, when I put this out, I thought it was going to get a lot more hate than it did. So I'm uh, pleasantly surprised with how that went. And as always, if you would like to have your opinions on the show read or just Interact with us in general because we love interacting and talking with our listeners. We so, so, so appreciate all of you who check out this crazy show of ours. You can do so on Twitter or Instagram at Woods Podcast one You can email the show with suggestions, opinions, whatever it is that you like. You can reach out to us on uh, email at podcastinthewoods1 at gmail.com. We do have a uh, Facebook and uh, the Slasher app and just download the Slasher app or get on Facebook and just search for us at Podcast in the Woods and you can find us there. Finally, we do have a Patreon that patreon.com forward slash Woods podcast. So if you would like to donate to the show and every single thing that you give to us goes right back into the production of this because we want to make the absolute best show that we can possible for you guys. And we very, very much appreciate your support. But if uh, if that's for, not for you, that's fine. You can also really, really help us out by giving us a five-star rating wherever it is and review wherever you listen. That goes a long way to helping us out and get us noticed. So we appreciate that as well. We appreciate y'all. We love you. We love our listeners. Uh, thank you again uh, so much for coming out. And uh, that hey. is... That is it for us tonight. So until next time, guys, stay scary.